how do you want to feel? Not how do you want to look or how much money do you want or how big of a house do you want to live in? No, none of those things really matter. Hey, beautiful friend. Thank you for joining me here on The Missing Ingredient, a podcast dedicated to figuring out what it might what might be missing in our health and happiness recipe and how we can gently fold these things into our daily life so we experience more joy and fulfillment and healthiness which is not proper english or even a word healthiness i'm your host gwen and I speak obviously with made up words and improper English, but I am also a functional medicine, health and life coach, a mama to two spicy sweet ones. And on today's episode, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which is challenging ourselves to go a little deeper and a little bit of a different way in order to really create a life we love. So I've got my tea and my little dog who's probably going to tic-tac around the floor. And we are going to get into this jam, sweet babes. So the question again is, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel today or next month or when you're 89? Is this something that you thought about before? The emphasis here is on two things, want and feel. Not how do you currently feel, how do you want to feel? And not what do you want, which is a great question, obviously, as well, but maybe not as good as how do you want to feel. Because when it comes to what do you want, we can come up with a bunch of super cool but kind of random ideas. We can say we want to be a millionaire who's in a rock band with a rock moves, and that is rad. I am totally behind you. If that's your goal, I'm I'm down. I'll support you. But as you tour around the world singing and signing underpants and whatnot, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel physically and emotionally and spiritually, not in a religious way or maybe in a religious way, whatever. You do you. Ah! <laughs> but also creatively and energetically and in any and all areas of your life. I also really like the combination of assessing how we want to feel because it does seem a bit more reflective, doesn't it? When I think about what I want, which to be clear, I do enjoy doing that practice and I think it's great and it's totally something that I do with clients all the time. It's great. Do work. But I do think about things that are maybe milestones and, you know, cool achievements and whatnot. Like, good, those are good things. But when I think about how I want to feel, I think about my emotional state of being and my wellness and health. And of course, my brain immediately starts to think about what would be required to make those things come true, which is rad, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But how I want to feel feels like connection, peace, joyful, fun, and stuff like that. You know, it's really deep. It's like built on my values, probably. It's very personal things that are really going to impact how I'm experiencing my life. Like if I'm fulfilled and happy versus wants that seem a bit more maybe surface. I'm not sure that's the right word. Does that make sense? It's not surface exactly, but 
Anyways, the thing is, is realistically at some point in life, probably the earlier the better, it is really good to start thinking about how we want to feel. Physically, of course. But even how do we want to feel in different situations and seasons of life? Because then we can start to get clarity on what we need to do and what actions need to be taken as we progress through life. And also, if what we're doing currently is in alignment with how we want to feel and experience our life in the future, you know, maybe even six months from now. If it's what we even really want or wanted, or if we actually built our wants off of someone else's ideas. This is common. Other people have a lot of clarity about what we should be doing, and other people's clarity is sometimes easy to jump on, because it can be overwhelming to be lost in the weeds of life. Like, I want to give some random examples. So if you want to feel, if you genuinely do this practice and you discover you want to feel safe, secure, and really supported in life. If you know that that's part of your values or part of your healing process due to how you were raised or circumstances in your life, you're going to be probably looking for certain things that align with that. Maybe a reliable job with a good pension and a partner that has those similar values. But if you want to feel wild and free and adventurous, you might be looking to dial in your lifestyle habits as a minimalist and create a job that you can do on the road in your, like, hashtag van life. (laughs) Oh my god. Or if it's health related, if you want to feel healthy and energetic so you can run after your grandkids when it's that time in your life or sail, ski, and shred your bike when you retire or whatever it is, you might want to start taking actions that are going to lead you down that path. Not away from it, but down that path. And I know these might sound like kind of silly and even basic examples, but seriously, have you spent time thinking about these things? When we ask ourselves how we want to feel versus what we want, we can get so much information to work with. It's like this rich soil that's full of nutrients and has the potential to grow strong ideas and goals that are rooted in your soul and values versus having soil that blows away in a windstorm and leaves you with a dust bowl of weak ideas and dreams that actually that actually blew over from someone else's idea yard. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from, and it probably doesn't really make sense, but I'm leaving it because I actually really love regenerative farming, and and that's totally where that came from. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, rant and ramble aside, how do you want to feel in your life? How do you want to feel in your body? And honestly, when we start to think about how we want to feel, We can shed so much unnecessary garbage that's connected to body shame or social pressures and ideas. It's so much more personal or something like that. That's what it feels like to me. Do you know what I mean? When I think about all the years that I thought about what I wanted my body to look like, 
I was in a horrible cycle of self-hatred and criticism. Everything I did was externally driven and focused. It was a super, it was a really hard time. A time where there was just no way I could ever be enough because it was based on things that I just could not control or I just couldn't make myself shape into. But when I started thinking about how I wanted to feel, things started to change and I started making completely different choices. And they were choices that felt like kindness and self-love. Just so freaking nice after all those years of just struggle. And this is in part why I fell in love with functional medicine and why I just love it so much because it's based so much on how we feel, not just physically, but also emotionally and mentally and in our relationships. And if we have a sense of meaning or purpose, and I always like to add creatively because I think that's a super important part of our energetic source. And let's actually dig into this for a hot second. I want you to actually take a few minutes right now or just take a breath right now and ask yourself how you want to feel in three or eight or 20 years. How do you want to feel? What do you want to be doing? How do you want to feel in your relationships? What do you want your life to feel like? Have you ever thought about it? It's not really that far away. And without a doubt, what we do now is going to start impacting what our life looks like then. So that's a super powerful practice to work on. Like, Are you on point? Are you setting yourself up for your best life in two or 20 years from now? And I mean, obviously, I'm not saying we need to do it perfectly now so that we can finally feel good then. No, not at all. I'm saying it's good to understand that the choices we make can be based on wants or they can be based on something deeper, something that feels connected to our core or intuitive self. Maybe it's a connection between our thoughts and our physical body that makes it seem more personal or authentic. Does that seem right? What do you think? It's also very impactful when it comes to our health. That's quite obvious and something that happens naturally as we age because at some point our body starts to let us know it's important. Not usually in a fun way. And I know I've already mentioned this, but it really doesn't only apply to our health. We can feel emotions about all the things in our life. So check in and make sure you're in alignment. It's Very cool, but it's not super common that we're thinking about these things. And that's a real shame because we can get so much goodness out of this practice. And I mean, maybe it's not necessary all the time. I mean, that would be crazy to do it all the time, but I think it's cool to maybe check in once a month or a few times a year to just assess where we're at and if we're on point and what shifts we need to make and all the things. Because, sweet love, this is it. And I get that it might seem like semantics and whatnot. Like, maybe it's actually the same thing. 
But if you found you're lacking clarity in what you want in, in your life, or maybe you're struggling to feel a sense of connection to your body or desires or dreams, or you feel like everything you've done or are doing is for external reasons or for other people, asking yourself how you want to feel might be just the thing for you. Also, if you're like, when? I don't know what I want or how I want to feel. My offering to you is to make a very clear list of what you don't want and how you don't want to feel. And then reverse engineer it to find out what the opposite is and go with that. Does that make sense? A lot of times we just really want to say, I don't know. But we always know what we don't want and how we don't want to feel. And the reality is, we really don't need to know with total clarity and complete confidence. We just need to know something that will get us, get us into a state of action. And then from that action state, who knows where we'll end up in life? You know what I mean? It's just a wide open space of unknowns. So where are you at and how do you want to feel in your life and in your body? Pause for a moment and seriously think about it or clear some space to think about this when you have time because why the hell not? Why not make five minutes to think about your life and your health and your happiness and your joyometer, which is not a word at all, but it should be if you ask me. We all need to be assessing if our joyometer is on track so we're moving towards a life we're looking forward to and that feels good to us. I totally need a joyometer. But if it's not, if some of the things aren't on point, then what the heck needs to be done to course correct? I challenge you to think of one area you want to focus on. One area that you want to feel into. Get some clarity on how you want to feel in that area of your life. And then actually break it down into an action you can take today to start moving you in that direction. You see, I am really busting your chops now. <laughs> I probably say this in almost any, every single episode. But as you come up with your plan, as you come up with your action, because I know you will, because you're amazing like that, you're going to come up with your action that you can take today. Make sure it's the smallest step that you can imagine. Almost ridiculously easy in its tininess actually totally ridiculous in its tininess, okay? We always overcomplicate shit and that overcomplication makes us clam up and do nothing or give up or get overwhelmed or whatever it is that turns us into the person who doesn't do the things. You are going to do the things because you want to feel good in your life and you want to feel good in your life one or six years from now. I know you do. Now, I'm kind of digressing, I get that, because I could probably talk about the importance of tiny actions all day long, but today is not the day, and I am not the one. I have, I have no idea where that originates from, but there was a while there where it was heavy rotation on Instagram, and now it's just jammed into my mind for all of eternity. So anytime I say today is not the day, it really quickly has to be followed by, and I am not the one. 
even though it makes absolutely no sense in this context. Whatever, we're just going to roll with it. This is a time to really check in and assess if what you are doing now is in alignment with how you want to feel six months, six years, 12 years, whatever from now. If the choices you're making are actually going to get you where you want to be emotionally and physically and spiritually and in your relationships and all the things, don't be nice with yourself here, sweet love. You're strong as hell and you can do hard things. So be real and be honest. Call yourself out. And then attach your goals to your feelings and know that that is some powerful fuel to use on your journey. Maybe that's eating better or moving your body or meditating for five minutes a day. Or maybe it's going to bed earlier or being intentional with your spouse and kids after work and not just zoning out. Maybe it's reaching out to friends and family and organizing a hang once a month. Maybe it's signing up for classes, trying something new, taking up a new sport, traveling to a new place challenging yourself creatively. What are the actions that need to be taken to move you towards feeling fulfilled and joyful and peaceful and whatever you truly desire? Okay, sweet sunshine. I feel like I'm just kind of busting your chops, but know that it's because I love you and I know that sometimes we have to push ourselves out of our uncomfortable, comfortable zone that we're in in order to start really living into the life we want. But I really want to thank you for joining me here today. I <laughs> don't want to scare you away because I think you're spectacular. And I want to know, how, does this, how is this going for you? How does this go for you? Did, do you think you need to make any changes? Like, what is your takeaway from today? If any of my clients are listening, they're laughing right now because I always put them in the hot seat at the end of our sessions with this question. What is your takeaway from today? It's the best because it forces us to get clear on one thing that we will stick on our mind wall and ponder or work on. But for real, I really would love to hear. So join me on Instagram at Gwen Johnson Official and fill me in on where you're at. Or if you would like to learn more about working with me, pop over to my website at gwenjohnson.ca and send me an email to schedule a free consult for you to share all the things that are going on for you. Kindness for a million days and more. And don't forget, you are beautiful, loved, worthy, and enough already. So whatever you choose to do next is kick-ass cool, babe. And be sure to like, subscribe, and share this episode with your peeps. And if you found a slice of goodness from any episode, let me know by leaving a nice review on Apple Podcasts. I don't really know how it works, but I keep hearing it's super helpful for the growth of this podcast. So thank you for being awesome.